Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Today's guest has a YouTube channel that has over 2 million followers. He's authored four books. Gary Vaynerchuk refers to him as the DJ who inspires people. Ed Milet calls him the modern day Napoleon Hill. Forbes names him one of the t- world's top social marketing talents. Inc. has named him as one of the top 10 great leadership speakers. Today's guest, Evan Carmichael, up next. Hey, Evan, welcome. Thanks a lot, Tina. Good to be here. You got such energy going on, man. I I'm can't on a trampoline, it. so that makes it easy for me. You're what? I'm on a trampoline. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. okay. So, you know, uh, I guess we could start off there. I read that you've, uh, you've uh, broken two world records and one of them had to do with a trampoline. Uh, nope. no, one of them was not, cha- I mean, I use a trampoline all day. I don't think I've broken a world record on a trampoline. Didn't Although, you were- there might be something there that I broke a, a world record for mentoring. There was a world's largest mentoring session for entrepreneurs uh-huh. and then world's largest QR code where each of us went to a soccer field and held up a black or white pixel uh, and a plane came over and took a, a picture of us to build the world's largest QR code that we use as a fundraiser for an uh, entrepreneur group here in my city of Toronto. Oh, um, okay. Well, but I, I like, I'm on, on a trampoline all day long too. So that, <laughs> that, that might be a re- record. I don't know. I don't know who else uses a trampoline stand-up desk. Okay. So listen, um, you know, I know that you've got four books out. I've started um, your latest book, which is Built to Serve, which I love the name of that book. I was so attracted to the name. Uh, I got to tell you the first um, two minutes that I started listening to it, I was like all in. I mean, I was completely captivated. So we're going to get to that. But before we get to that, okay, earlier before you started writing books and before your YouTube channel, um, you had built a business, you were a venture capitalist, okay? Um, And just tell us how you went from there into finding your purpose. So... Uh, it took me a lot. It took me a little bit to get there. I wish I had, you know, a book like that to help me uh, or, or, you know, a show like yours to be able to listen to and figure stuff out. For me, after I sold my business, I felt kind of lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do next. My business was everything. I woke up every day and, and worked on my business uh, and then it was sold. So I didn't know what to do the next day. You know, I, I had money in my bank account for the first time, which is awesome, but you still want to feel like the work you're doing every day matters and means something. So I started saying yes to just everything, just whatever. Yes. Ballroom dancing. Yes. Massage training. Yes. Venture capital. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever came to like, I, I was Jim Carrey. Yes, man. Just like, I don't, I just don't want to be home all day having nothing to do. So yes. <laughs> and uh, the venture capital one stuck for a bit because I got some great mentorship from the four senior partners at the company. And I never learned about raise. I never had to raise capital for my company. Right. We thought about it, but we sold our business before we ever had to raise. So uh, that was cool to be able to learn how to raise money. Then I got asked to do some speaking. I was, you know, 22 years old. So young entrepreneur success story kind of thing. Got asked to speak at a bunch of um, events. And I thought I would share some of that and built a website that then became a giant content hub of a hundred thousand pages of content and then started making YouTube videos to basically talk to 19-year-old Evan because I'm a visual learner. Yes. I'd much rather, I, I want to see it. 
I'd much rather see it. Like I, I can't consume any audiobooks. I love that you're listening to my book. I read it myself. I like insisted that I would read it myself, but I consume no audiobooks because audio is the worst way for me to learn. I, I need to have it in front of me to see it. And so I started making videos. And Which is something was, I just want to stop you right there because it was something yeah. I think was very important for for um, my audience to uh, hear because you know you had said you thought you weren't very smart because you didn't do well in school and you know everybody has different ways of learning so that doesn't mean that you're not smart you just figured out the best way for you to learn is through a video right so everybody is different and people shouldn't shame themselves and think that they're not smart especially you know the younger generation that that feel like they're, they're not smart. So anyways, I just wanted to mention that. Go ahead. Yeah, I think if I could have learned in school from, from video, from YouTube, I would have, I would have done a lot better. Right. Uh, and I think, you know, people often get lost in like the leaders are readers quote too, where you don't have to read. You just have to learn like leaders are true, learners. true, true. It just used to be the only way to learn was through reading books, but now there's podcasts, there's YouTube videos. There's a lot yeah. of other ways to learn and almost everything that you want is available through your learning modality. So figuring that out is, is super important. Even the fact that I can see you here helps me. If, mm -hmm. if this was audio only and I couldn't see your face, Tina, I'd be like, okay, okay, just gotta really focus because yeah. I'm focused on the word. It's just be really hard for me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, definitely. It's like judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree. It just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I went into venture capital. I liked it, made it my website, started my YouTube channel to make visual content. I never thought that I'm, you know, again, I, I didn't predict this is, this is it. This is my 11 year plan. This, I know where YouTube is going. I know where I'm going to be positioned. <laughs> Nobody was making it big on YouTube in 2009 when I right. first started my channel. There were no educational videos. It was, it was stupid videos. It was man falls downstairs and, and cat you know, scratches the, the, the ball or something like it, it were stupid meme videos. And here I was making long form YouTube content. Um, I just, it was the only place to put up visual content. So that's where I was. Mm -hmm. And I never paid attention to how many people watched the video or, or, you know, give it a thumbs up. Um, in my first video, it took a year to get three comments i remember and one was like your sister and one was like a yeah, friend yeah. And one was my like older sister my mom and then <laughs> and then some str some stranger some random dude and yeah. and i was always like man like somebody saw my video how amazing is that right because i always focused on what i had and what i was doing instead of just focusing on what i wasn't doing what i didn't have mm -hmm. so a lot of people if you if you make a video and it gets 100 views you'll think that's a failure like oh only 100 people saw that video I kind of suck. I shouldn't do this anymore. Right. But if you were going to do a speaking gig at a local library or something and a hundred people, people were showed up, yeah, you got to think about out. it that way. Yeah. Be yeah. pumped out. You'd be freaking out. Like, Oh my God, a hundred people came to hear me talk. This is crazy. But, but that's what's happening on YouTube videos. A hundred people, you just can't see them in front of you. And so I just always focused on I got a hundred people saw this. Wow. That's nuts. And just kind of keeps you more grounded. You know, we've had 400 million or something views on the channel. I don't yeah. even know what, the, I don't know what that two, means. What, two million, two million followers. Yeah, we've got, Maybe we're closing on 3 million subscribers and 400 million uh, oh, views. Oh, you have 3 million. Okay, so what I read it, you got to change that then. We're it's getting a, there. We're not there yet. We're like 2.7 or something. So we're on our close way. Close enough. Round it up to the higher number. That's what I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, that, I don't know what, I, well, I that can't, means, I can't, yeah, that means I can't people touch are, that, right? 
Yeah. But, exactly. but you saying that you listened to my book and right away, the first couple sentences spoke to you, like that means something to me. Yeah. So it's always been, yes, the, the numbers are important because that lets you build a business. Mm -hmm. uh, but emotionally, the thing that's always felt the most real or tangible has been the comments or the one-on-one -on -one feedback or the people saying how much your content had an impact on me. Like that's yes. really what connects me to doing the work every day. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what you talk about in your book. And that's really what I want to spend a lot of our time talking about because you and I, first of all, our word is, I mean, I'm going through the exercise with you this morning. I'm going, I think my words believe too, because you know, I went through like, yeah. It, 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 and then I'm going, well, we're, we're doing the same thing. We're both interviewing entrepreneurs. We both want people to, to help them find their purpose. Cause I know what a big struggle that was for me. Everybody thought I was just flaky and I didn't want to work. And I'm like, it's much harder changing job after job after job than just staying with one job. Okay. First of all, the money's not there when you keep changing jobs because mm -hmm. you keep starting off at the, at, at the bottom. Right. Um, but I just knew that my, like, I was never driven by money ever. Never. I was always like, I, my purpose and my purpose was always serving others and helping people. Okay. So that was one of my questions actually to you was there are so many platforms that you can do this. Okay. So you write books, you have a YouTube channel, but you could also coach. You could also do courses. I mean, how did you narrow it down to YouTube channel and books only? I mean, I don't even know. Do you do courses? Uh, so I want to make things that I can do at scale. So I love coaching, but it doesn't help me get to scale. Exactly. That's exactly, well, I am yeah. coaching, but that's exactly it. There's only so many hours in a day. So, so I'll do, I'll do more free coaching. Like I do a daily show on my Instagram, which is basically free coaching where I go live. I love my phone. I go live on Instagram and then people join me. Mm -hmm. And today I had a guy from France who's trying to build a management consulting company and wanted to know how to brand himself. So we walked through some branding exercises and that was my 25 minutes today. And it's, it's free, right? I mean, he's, he's, people join me every day for free around the world, mm -hmm. but it's, it's to make content, right? So that other people can learn through his example. Right. So I don't want, I could, I could build a successful consulting coaching practice. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't feel big enough. I want to, I'd rather hit a lot of people in uh in a in a consistently light way than 20 people in a really really deep way uh you know what and that is exactly why i started my show i mean this is not my first show this is my fourth show and i started it 11 years ago and it was on just locally on the nbc affiliate and everything else is because i and you know what let me tell you something you say you're an introvert yeah. Um, I'm an introvert extrovert. I don't know if you know that you can have both, but I'm like secretly happy when the party's canceled. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I am social. I can like, you know, go into, but, uh, but I really do. I'm a homebody for the most part, but, um, that's exactly how I was too. I mean, it's like, that's why I created this channel. So let's talk about your book because I, like I, I haven't maybe halfway through. And I think that this is so important for people finding their purpose, because I think there's so many people that, especially now with COVID and everything else, you know, are losing hope. They're getting depressed, depression, all this. I was in my, when I was uh, becoming an adult, it was all about, you know, corporate America is like the safe place to be, go work, you know, for someplace that, you know, 
well, you'll get a, you know, your benefits and all that. Okay. And entrepreneurs, I mean, I didn't really even know what an entrepreneur is. It didn't fit well with me. I didn't like all the structure and everything else. Um, so, you know, I think that everything has been taught backwards. It's like, go for the money. Okay. And I think it's backwards. I think you go for what you love and the money will follow. And then I even add on this. And even if it doesn't, you know, you won't require as much because you'll be more full inside. Right. So I think this is kind of like my message. I think this is what you, obviously what you're, you're trying to get out is to get help people find their purpose. And through your book, this is, this is an, a, an amazing avenue. Um, let's go through the, it's your, um, your who, your why, and your how. So can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So who I how is a three-step process. And, and the book was actually originally called Who I How. Who so I How. Like, yeah, yeah. The title was Who I How. That was the title. Okay. But then uh, my publisher loved it. My agent loved it. Everybody loved I loved the Who I How. But then people weren't remembering it. And I told my publisher, people don't remember what the three words are. And, and she said, no, no, no. People remember. I, I, I love who, when, why. Like, you just did it yourself. It's not called who, when, why. <laughs> who, why right? And so we, we switched it. Uh, and I pulled my reader group. I gave it advanced copies of 30 people in my circle to get feedback. And, and one of them said, built to serve. Because I write that in there. Like, humans are built to serve. Absolutely. And that became the title. Um, so, yeah. So, you know happy accidents that I guess happened through the process. So who I house the process. So who is your single most important core value? So I guide people through questions to figure that out, but you have one core value that's more important than all the others. When you figure that out, that will serve you for life. So mine is belief. Sounds like Tina's is belief too. Hey, mm -hmm. Hey, I love it. Um, and it's always something positive. This, I think humans are good. Uh, I've, I've never ever doing this exercise with thousands of people. I've never had somebody's who be hate or death or something negative. It's always positive, which means we want to do good. We, we want to help. We want to serve. Mm -hmm. uh, so why, do, why is there so much negativity in the system? Well, it's because there's a lot of pain in the system. Uh, when you've been in pain, did you always show up as your best self? Did you show up and do things that you were super proud of when you were hurting in a lot of pain? Mm -hmm. Right? Probably not, right? Like you all, you come out and you do a lot of negative things sometimes. And so, just understanding that can, can take a lot of the sting out of people's words. This isn't a bad person. This isn't a toxic person. They're just in a lot of pain. And we expect people who are in pain to, to lash out and do bad things. Um, anyway, once you figure out what that who is, that serves you for life. So if yours is believe, then now you know the kinds of people who you need on your team. If you're going to hire a video editor, it's great if they have all the skill sets of how to cut videos together, but they better love belief. They better, they better be a person who likes belief. It doesn't necessarily have to be their who, but it's got to be pretty close. Mm -hmm. So now you know the kinds of people that you want to attract into your life. You know the message that you want to put out there to the world. It becomes the lens through which you see the world. And anytime that you're not happy, it's because there's a lack of belief somewhere, lack of belief in yourself, lack of belief in the relationships around you, lack of belief in the team members that you've got, um, lack of belief in the projects that you've got going on that leads to unhappiness. And so it's also a quick fix. You just, we just need to have more belief in the system for us to be happy. And that's for anybody. You figure out your who, it gives you that roadmap for happiness for the rest of your life. It, it doesn't get old. Like that Tina will be 120 years old, still believing in other people. 
It's not going to be like, oh, this year I'm going to switch it to something else. Like, no, that's who you are. Um, so who, why, how? That's the who. The why is your purpose and your purpose comes from your pain. You don't have to go sit on a mountaintop for 20 years to meditate on what your purpose is. Your purpose is to help people who currently are who you used to be. So whatever you came through, you struggled, you suffered to get here and not, not physical pain like you broke your arm or something, like emotional pain. When did you feel just worthless as a human being? Go back to that moment and understand that there are millions of people right now who currently are that. Millions of people who currently are, in my case, 19-year-old Evan, in your case, whatever, you know, your old Tina, maybe it was 19-year-old Tina too, trying to figure out where to go in life. There's millions of people who currently are right there. Like right now, they're facing the same problems. And you represent hope to them. Like you made it out. You, you forged your own path. You're, you're, you're an impossibility. Like 19-year-old Tina will look at this Tina and say that you're not going to do that. You're not going to be having this show. You're not going to be on NBC. You're not going to have a book. You're not going to do this stuff. But, and yet you did it. So you're an impossibility. So going back and helping 19-year-old Tina, you'll open up her eyes and make her realize that I don't have to end up here. I can end up in a different spot if I want to. And then just recognizing that there are millions of 19-year-old Tinas around the world that you could help and will love to help. And so we are, we are hardwired to serve. Serving hits the same part of your brain as having food and having sex. Like you, it's literally hardwired into you as a human. Mm-hmm. But who do you serve? Not, not everybody's equal. You could, you could hold the door for somebody, you know, at your, uh, your condo or at a mall or something, and it'll make you feel good for the moment. But it's not the same as helping somebody who currently is who you used to be. Um, and again, that will never get old. It, Tina, at 120 years old, if, if a you know, young person comes in and says, I'm, I'm lost, I don't know what to do. Tina's eyes will light up again to go help this person believe that like, let's go. It will never get old. And so it's why I think it's, those two are two of the most important exercises you can ever do in your life because it serves you for life. It's not just a 2021 strategy. It's for the rest of your life. Uh, but it's who I, how. So the last step is how, how you got out of it, how you got out of the hole that you are in is teachable. You might've tried a million different things to, to try to not feel so low on yourself. And most of them didn't work, but then you found one, two, three things that actually worked. That might've been a fluke for you, but now it's actually teachable for somebody else. You can show them the steps and they can get out of the hole faster. So once you've come out of the hole and you're climbing, it's natural that you want to serve and give back and help teach the secret. So other people don't have to suffer as much as you suffered, right? How you do it might change, right? So, you know, I learned through books. I I modeled success through books. Now I'm doing it through videos. It's still the idea because technology will change and, uh, you know, over the years, but how you got out of the hole, that recipe is teachable to other people. Um, and so I want people to figure out the who, why, how. Uh, that's, that's the first three quarters of the book. And then the last section, uh, which you haven't gotten to yet, I guess, is around how to actually monetize it. Because I, think, I don't think people grow up with a healthy perspective on money. Some people, like you alluded to, think money is everything. And, and the next person coming in, that's my next purse. And that's my next, she's my next suit or she's my next car or whatever. Uh, and money is, is everything. And there's other people though, which I find a lot more in my community who think money is the root of all evil, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually the love of money is the root of all evil, but it gets shortened to money is the root of all evil. And so you're afraid to make money and you think money is bad and money is, you shouldn't make money. You have to make money. I think money needs to be, in your, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, money has to be in your top five list of priorities. 
It just can't be number one. But it's not number 1,000 either. Like you have to learn how to monetize and make money because if you want to serve, if you're stuck in some job that you hate and you're only serving for free on the weekends and evenings, you're limited to how much you can help. But if you can turn this into a full-time business and then hire people on your team, and now you've got 10, 20, 100 people working for you, all aligned to this mission that you're on to save people, right? Imagine the impact you can have because you learned how to make money. It just can't be number one. So the last section of the book talks about how to turn that, those ideas you got, that passion you got, the big heart into something that can actually serve the world, but also make you money. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I think that this is just so on point, you know, the first one, your who you said, like when you're feeling, you know, uh, for me, for example, I had that like last week, I was feeling like depressed, I was feeling defeated, I was feeling a little bit, you know, irritable. And it was because I was not in alignment with my belief in, in, in one area of my life. And it's like, because often when you feel like this, I was sharing this with a client today, I said, often you feel like that, you feel alone, you feel like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. Everybody has that to a certain degree, but this really helps you through it because if you become aware of this, then you can set yourself back in alignment and say, you know, what is it I need to get back into to get into doing, to get back in that flow, right? Otherwise you're kind of cut off. And I believe the longer that you're there, the longer it is easier to stay there. And, um, you know, I love what you say too about people that, um, you know, are, 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 are in that place. You know, it's our... I believe we're all here to, to help each other rise up. And, you know, um, you know, with money, for example, I just think it just brings out more of who you are. I'm sorry, if you're a jerk and you get money, you're going to be more of a jerk. If you're a good person, you get money, you're going to, you know, help other people. I mean, through this show, the people that have come forward and like agreed to be on my show, it's just blown my mind in the last couple of months because I'm going, wow, you know, that was easy. And everybody, the most successful people that have been on this show are the most willing to serve and be available, not at any price, just to be of service, which I think that if we just narrow it down today is, you know, I think get out of your own way and be of service. If you're feeling envious, jealous, depressed, angry, frustrated, defeat, any of those things, you know, just get into movement, be of service. And, you know, it's, it's, because that's really what you just said. That's really what uh, we're hardwired to be. And um, so anyways, I just want to thank you so much. You have your YouTube channel. Tell everybody what your YouTube, it's, it's just Evan Carmichael. That's what I typed in, right? Yeah, I'm Evan Carmichael. Evan I mean, Carmichael. Amazon. If you want to sign copy, you can get it off my website. Um, or just Evan Carmichael, any social platform. I'm, I'm probably there hanging out. And is it, what, what day is it? I mean, it's every day you said that's on for free, but is it a certain time every day, Evan? For my coaching? Yes. Yeah, so I go live on Instagram five days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 okay. p.m. Eastern. Okay. Um, so it's and, 12, and I bring, 12 I bring PST. people in. Yeah, I bring people in and uh, I just, hey, how can I help? Right on. And, and then we jam. And, and hopefully, you know, if I don't pick you, at least you can watch. You better pick me if uh -oh, I can. Okay. If I see Tina in the chat. <laughs> if you see Tina, me in the Tina. chat, I'm gonna I'm gonna start yelling at you if you don't pick me. <laughs> I love All it. right. Well, Liz, it was such a pleasure having you on. And I um I would love to have you on again when you have some more time um and to to get into this even deeper. Okay. Thank you, Tina. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Bye, Evan. Thank you for watching, everybody, and we'll see you next week.